After a season-opening blowout win at South Florida, BYU returns home for the first time in 2022 and welcomes future conference opponent, Baylor University. We're really excited about the opportunity to play against Baylor. Obviously ranked, and they're the standard for the Big 12. We get to have them here in Provo. Uh, We'll see how we match up against the conference champs. With another season of tough opponents ahead, tonight's game against Baylor is one everybody has been waiting for. Yeah, I guess you could say Baylor's the team that everybody looks forward to just from the game last year top 25 team they have a great program so you know nothing better that you can ask for for a saturday it's time for byu football as the cougars face the bears on the new skin byu sports network Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by All Pro Capital Real Estate Investments, by Les Olson IoT, your office technology partner, by Valhalla Fiduciary Expertise and Independence in Hedge Funds. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Get double fuel points and free grocery delivery with a boost by Smith's Rewards membership. Now, to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On a late Saturday night, it's BYU's 2022 home opener. Great to have you with us. Coin toss is coming up, then we'll get you starting lineups in the opening kick. The flags have been brought out by the BYU players. The alumni flags tonight, carried by Derwin Gray, Danny Frazier, and Justin Anderson. The team flags, Logan Latui took out the USA flag, Parker Kingston the Utah flag. And BYU captains... Along with Baylor captains for a piece walking out for the coin toss. BYU captains Blake Freeland, Caleb Hayes, Tyler Batty, and Jaron Hall. Tonight's referee is Derek Anderson. He has control of the coin toss. The captains have shaken hands. Let's head down to field level and hear from tonight's referee, Mr. Derek Anderson, ahead of BYU and Baylor. Here comes the coin toss. Well... Referee is talking, but we're not hearing it. So we will do our best to interpret for you. He's showing the coin, heads and tails, and Baylor will make the call. We'll hear the PA. Heads is the call. Baylor has won the toss. It's called heads. It's heads. So Baylor's won the toss and deferred to the second half. So BYU will open the game with the football, as was the case last week alright so the Cougars will start this game on offense which means we will see the starting offensive line we project of Blake Freeland, Clark Barrington Connor Pay, Harris Lachance and Kingsley Suamataya Suamataya, beg your pardon, Suamataya today's starting lineups are brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto conveniently located in Provo, Linden and Orem, Larry H. Miller Auto driven by you gave you the O-line Starting quarterback will be Jaron Hall. Running back, we expect Chris Brooks could be Lopini Katoa. The wideouts available, Keanu Hill, Braden Cosper, Chase Roberts, the top three. Top two tight ends, Rex and Holker. Mason Wake could also be in the mix. We'll see how the Cougars align when they start this game on first down. The kickoff scheduled for 825 Mountain Time, a slight slide due to TV. So we're seconds away from BYU football. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson here in the Bill Bar broadcast booth. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field and in the Zions Bank end zone. All right, Talmadge Gunther is back as the lone deep returner, as was the case last week. 
It'll be Lopini Katoa and Miles Davis as the upbacks diagonally. They await at the 20-yard line marks. Talmadge Gunther is between the hash marks at the 3-yard line. Noah Rauschenberg will kick it off for Baylor. On 181 kickoffs in his career, he's had touchbacks on more than two-thirds of them. 130 touchbacks on 181 kickoffs. Baylor, green helmets with gold. White jerseys with green. And green pants kicking off to the all-royal BYU Cougars. A royal color rush for the Cougs with a new chrome helmet making its program debut tonight. And this is a low sidewinder that will get into and through the end zone. So BYU first and 10 from the 25-yard line. Let's finish off that Larry H. Miller Auto starting lineup for BYU on offense as we see who the Cougs will actually bring out to open things up in their initial 11. I gave you the O-line, and that is the group that does come out, as I noted earlier. Wide receivers will be Hill and Cosper with Rex as a flex tied out to the right. Cody Epps is a wide receiver left, and the tailback will be Chris Brooks off the left hip of Jaron Hall. And now Brooks will vacate to give BYU an empty look on first and ten. So Jaron Hall in shotgun, and it's empty. Ball far hash, BYU left to right here in the first quarter. Jaron settles and throws far side to Cody Epps, and Cody Epps has nearer first down. They'll give him nine. On a little bleed out to the left flat, makes the catch, and BYU gets nine, nine and a half on first and ten. I thought it was interesting in the pregame inter- in your pregame interview with Coach Sitaka. He said, you know, with Puka and Gunner out, Jaron can just throw the ball to the open guy. Well, we see that on the very first play. Cody gets a great uh, matchup on a linebacker. Jaron calmly delivers a, a nice out ball for a nine-yard gain. So BYU second down and one. In fact, second down on a football length as they'll go shotgun with Hall. Play fake to Brooks, second and very short. Jaron, flushed out to his left, can run for the first down and does and steps out after a six-yard gain. That was dicey. That was second and one, and he might have gone down in the backfield but for his elusiveness, but he scrambles for the first down and moves the sticks for the first time tonight. Yeah, I apologize to our listeners who may have heard a gasp on the air. I, <laughs> I get just as excited as our fans. It was for two reasons. One, Chase Roberts beat his guy one-on-one down the left sideline, and I was as I was watching the routes develop, but as my eyes came to Jaron, the front push, the push up the middle from Baylor just didn't give him a clear space to be able to deliver the football, but he still turned it into a positive play. So BYU first down and 10 from the Cougar 41-yard line. First handoff goes to Chris Brooks middle and that's just for a gain of a couple from the 41 out to the 43-yard line. Cole Maxwell defensive end for Baylor making the tackle. Just underway. A minute and seven seconds in. BYU and Baylor zeros on the board here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. A sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So much royal blue. A sea of royal blue in the stands and on the field. Color rush royal for the Cougs tonight. Second down, nine. They gave him just one. Brooks on that first down run. They go shotgun split backs. First time this season, I believe. Katoa and Brooks. Jaron settles in a clean pocket. Hit from behind as he throws. And it's a nice catch made for a first down by Chase Roberts at the 45-yard line of Baylor. Give him the 44 and move the sticks again. Way to stand in by Jaron Hall. Took a pop as he released. And Chase Roberts a clean catch for a first down. Yeah, great job of delivering on timing. It looks like BYU is going to be tempoing here to the next play. So, Jaron Hall back in the gun. Brooks to his right hip. First and 10, BYU at the Baylor 44-yard line. They go for it all for Roberts. Roberts, a slight stumble, didn't catch up to it in the end zone. He was double-covered down the right sideline. 
As the Cougs took a deep shot with Roberts, incomplete to second down and 10. BYU's first second and 10 tonight, A.J. McCarty. And Christian Morgan did not play last week to find starting safety for Baylor. Getting his first action, they were the double coverers of Chase Roberts. So it is second down and 10 for BYU at the Baylor 44-yard line. The play prior to that uh, that last incomplete pass, I mentioned that I saw Chase Roberts beat his guy off the line of scrimmage. Well, the play before that, the completion for the first down, was a comeback, and then they go back again to a go down the field. They obviously feel comfortable about that matchup they have with him on the outside. Katoa's the back to the right of Hall in gun. High snap to Jaron. Jaron's going to boot to the left, has Katoa in the flat, makes the catch. First down and more to the far sideline. BYU driving it to the 32 of Baylor. First down and 10. A conversion... On second and ten, Hall to Katoa. Now look, this is the most important drive as they're approaching the red zone with the ball on the 32, but this drive has been very well architected between Jaron going out and taking green space, and they've put some variations on some common themes. That last one was their dash concept, which they normally push the ball down the field. Instead, design rollout to get Katoa the ball in the flat. Jaron Hall shotgun, Lopini left hip now. Strength left, look left, fire left, and a catch made by Keanu Hill. Leaping in the air and making the grab at the sideline. 11-yard line is the spot. It's BYU first and 10, a 21-yard gain on a new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. Jaron Hall to Keanu Hill, and the Cougars go with tempo. First and 10 from the 11. Swing left flat, and that's an incomplete pass through the hands of Chase Roberts out of bounds. So it'll go to second down and 10 from the 11. After our new skin, beautiful catch of the game. Brought to you by new skin. Discover the best you. It was Hall to Hill. And Hill pirouetting in midair to make the grab before he's forced out. Next play is a negative play or a no gain. And now it is second and 10. And BYU huddles up after a very quickly tempoed first drive. Quickly as they're coming out of the formation into uh, I bat, or sorry, I, in, into pistol with Wake to the right. The great thing about that throw was Hill was covered, but Jaron was able to have such pinpoint accuracy, still find the, uh, a window for a completion. Wides to either side. Jaron throws incomplete in the left flat to Isaac Rex. And it'll go to third down and 10 from the Baylor 11-yard line. He had him. So that was a play-action run to the right. It was a GT scheme, meaning they pulled both the guard and tackle to the right, and they were supposed to freeze with Rex coming from the right formation across. Uh, but the uh, defensive end and outside linebacker from Baylor put significant pressure on Jaron, uh, which they were able to disrupt his timing. He threw an inaccurate ball out to Rex. Double receivers left and right. Brooks will vacate for empty. And Jaron Hall on quarterback draw. It's only a yard to the 10. So BYU's drive bogs down. T.J. Franklin wrapped up. So it'll be a field goal try for BYU. Three minutes into the opening quarter. In a scoreless game. BYU was marching smartly down the field. Got down to the 11. And then the incomplete pass on the errant throw to Roberts. Took the Cougars off schedule. And they did not recover. Yeah, when you tempo into especially quick game screens, you're already as a quarterback trying to get the ball out of your hands so quickly. When you tempo it from the previous play, it kind of creates even more hustle in your giddy-up and can lead to inaccuracies sometimes. 27-yard field goal try is through for three. Jake Oldroyd puts the Cougars on the board on the hold from Ryan Rico and then the deep snap from Austin Riggs. BYU opens on top. It is BYU 3 and Baylor no score. 3 minutes and 29 seconds into this one. 11.31 to play in the opening quarter and the Cougars score first. BYU in the Kalani Sitake era 30 and 7. 
when they open on top, as they've opened on top here tonight. So BYU 3 and Baylor no score, bringing us to our first Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary. It's presented by our Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah Pork Producers, like Smithfield Foods, take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice all season long. For delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. BYU takes the opening kickoff, takes the ball 69 yards down the field. Over 11 plays, a 3-minute, 29-second drive, ending in a 27-yard Jake Oldroyd field goal. That's our pigskin scoring summary. Gavin Holmes and Squirrel Williams back to return the kick from Oldroyd. The boot is away, and it'll get into and through the end zone for a touchback. Baylor out to the 25-yard line, first down and 10. Now for our defensive, Larry H. Miller, Otto, starting lineups. Presented by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. The corners, D'Angelo Mandel and Caleb Hayes. The safeties, Malik Moore and Ammon Henneman. The linebackers are Peyton Wilgar, Keenan Peely, and Max Tooley. And the defensive linemen are John Nelson, Caden Haas, Gabe Summers, and Tyler Batty. At your defensive starting lineup for BYU. First and 10, Baylor. A play fake and an incomplete pass that's nearly intercepted by Ammon Hanneman. The pass was intended at the 45-yard line for Seth Jones, and it's incomplete. So Baylor goes to second down and 10. Greg, you mentioned the pass deflection by Ammon Hanneman. Got to give him credit. So they brought him up in the box as an eighth box player. He's basically lined up right next to Peyton Wilgar as a linebacker. Did a great job reading the offensive line. He knew it was play action from the very beginning and dropped into a zone underneath that uh, route on the outside. Shotgun for Blake Shapin. And flag flies as the handoff goes to Quaylen Jones to the right for only three yards. They the caught flag Batty flew the from the near sideline. Oh, sorry, Greg. Had Batty jumped? Yes, they caught him in the neutral zone. Offside, number 92, the defense in the neutral zone at the snap. It's a five-yard penalty. Replay, second down. That was on second and ten. It'll go to second down and five. As BYU was offside, aptly noted by Riley Nelson, BYU had zero defensive penalties last week. That's the first defensive penalty of the season. It goes against Tyler Batty. All right. Second down five, Baylor. Under center goes Shapin. Tay McWilliams is the lone setback. Hand off McWilliams. McWilliams wrapped up after he went to the B-gap left. And on second and five, he got four. So a third down and one. Coming up for the Bears, their first drive of the game. 10.50 to play in the opening quarter is BYU three and Baylor no score. The Bears have stayed in 12 personnel, it looks like, for this third down and short. Uh, they may have even gone to a jumbo personnel package, but two tight ends, one running back, and BYU is putting eight players in the box expecting a run-heavy attack from Baylor here early on. BYU didn't have to defend a third and one or third and two at any point last week. So the first third and short of the season is here, third down and one for the Bears. Ibacks hand off to the deep back and a first down and more. As off-tackle right goes Tay McWilliams for the first down. On third down and one, a gain of seven. And Baylor moves the sticks with 10-19 to play in the opening quarter. BYU three and Baylor no score here at a sold-out LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Baylor last year grounded out 303 rushing yards. 
The Bears are at 11 rushing yards on two carries. Pistol for Shapin. Now becomes McWilliams' left hip. A two-step on the slant, complete to Gavin Holmes for a nine-yard completion, nearly 10 on the down-and-in left side between numbers and hash mark. Ben Bywater, the tackle for BYU defensively. So, second and short. They move the sticks, give him 10, so first down and 10. To the 49 of BYU, stretch handoff to McWilliams running right, and he's driven back, nicely tackled. No gain on the play, or if that may be a quarter yard. They gave him a half yard on the play, but he was driven back as he veered it to the right. Max Tooley on the tackle, along with Caleb Hayes. McWilliams was the ball carrier. Tremendous play there by Max Tooley as he took on the H-back, who was the lead blocker. <laughs> from the wing position, took him on, shed the block, met the running back, was able to bring him to, uh, down to the ground for a minimal gain. Second and ten Bears at the BYU 48-yard line. Settling in a clean pocket is Shapin. Now rolls out to the right and is dropped for a loss at the sideline. He's tackled on the boundary by Ben Bywater. And it'll go from second and nine to third and long. About a four-yard loss. Third and long for the Bears on their first drive of the game. You know what I love about that play? Ben Bywater was able to get to him before he got out of bounds. A lot of uh, Shapin had given up, and he was sprinting for towards the sideline to try and get out. But Bywater wasn't going to let him off without making contact and letting Shapin know he's going to be in for a long night. Third down, 13. Shotgun, deep drop for Shapin. Pressure in. He evades it, throwing to the far sideline. It is incomplete and nearly picked off on the boundary. It'll go as an incomplete pass intended for Hal Presley. And off a third and 13 incompletion to the right side, Baylor will now punt it away. With Isaac Power, who had been wearing jersey number 43, now in jersey number one, will punt away for Baylor. So BYU holds on a third down and 13. I just want to say, Greg, how big it is. And by the way, Caleb Hayes with the pass breakup on that last play, how big it is for this BYU team that they can trust their corners to be in man coverage on a big third down and allow them to bring pressure, which forced Shapin out of the pocket and disrupted the timing of that play. BYU defense last week held USF to 3 for 12 on third downs. Baylor punts away on a fourth down, and it goes to Talmadge Gunther inside the 10. He gets out to the 10-yard line, a 90-yard field facing BYU, and we come back to a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 8.24 to play in the opening quarter. It is BYU 3 and Baylor no score. The Cougs have opened on top, and they get the ball back next after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tonight's BYU football game is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Well, two games this season. BYU scored on its first possession in both games. Last year, in 13 games, BYU scored on its first possession nine times. Under Kalani Shitake, BYU is 26-5. And, and on a six-game win streak when they score on their first possession. Included in that 26-5 record is a 15-3 mark at home. So BYU 15-3 at home, and they won their last six overall when they simply score on their first possession, and they did here tonight a field goal to make it 3-0. BYU over Baylor with 8.24 to go in quarter number one. Jaron Hall has tonight 
gone to 3,320 career passing yards, and that passes the Arvada Flash. Mark Lyons for 20th place in BYU career passing yardage. BYU first and 10 from its own 10. Jaron Hall is in shotgun. Chris Brooks actually will go to pistol. So Brooks behind Hall. Pistol formation on first and 10 for BYU ball far hash as the Cougs just inside the far hash as BYU goes left to right in the first quarter as we see it and you hear it. There's fly sweep. There's a fake and a give to Chris Brooks. And he'll go off tackle left for nearly four yards. Chris Brooks last week against USF, 13 carries for a buck 35. So a 10.4 yard per carry average, a touchdown run. And it came on a 52-yard scamper. Ball out to the 14-yard line. Second down six on a four-yard run for Chris on first down and 10. Jaron Hall goes under center. Brooks the tailback. The wing back right is Mason Wake. He'll now motion to the left tackle. Hand off Brooks. Brooks stutter stepping forward for no gain. Third down and six coming up. Not a lot of room for Christopher Brooks on that run up the middle. Third and six, BYU. The strength of this Baylor defensive line, at least from what I'm observing early on, are its tackles. The ends haven't been up, and BYU trying to take advantage of that pass rush uh, with a fake tempo. So they hurried to the line, gave a dummy call, now looking to the sideline. So BYU's yet to convert a third down. 0 for 1, resulting in the game-opening field goal. Third down and six from the BYU 14-yard line. Hall shotgun with Chris Brooks off his right hip. He'll vacate for empty to trips right. The throw goes wide receiver screen left. Cosper makes the catch, but for only two yards. And BYU will punt it away on fourth down and four. So Cosper on the reception. Lorando Johnson on this the sure tackle. And BYU will go three and out. And that's notable because BYU didn't go three and out at any point last week. One punt, I believe, too. You didn't expect that coming in here, though. Baylor, uh, obviously BYU put together a great first drive. Uh, They had a good first down play. That uh, loss of one on the second down put them in a third and long situation. But those are going to happen throughout the game. BYU just needs to weather them. And Ryan Rico, as he boots away a bomb, got run into. And at the other end, a flag on the coverage from Jacob Boren. Two flags on the coverage. So... Ryan Rico was run into two flags in the vicinity of the punt and then two flags in the vicinity of the punt return. And they got in on Rico. They were going hard with him punting inside his five-yard line and hit him as the ball was released off the foot. And then on the other end on the return, two flags. Oh, it's blocking the back as we're seeing the monitor. So I think both of these penalties will be on BYU. The nice thing yeah, about... Be on, on I'm sorry, we'll be on Baylor. We'll be two fouls favorite. on the play, both on the return team. The illegal block in the back, number 12, that's going to be declined. Running into the kicker, number 84, that's going to be enforced five yards from the previous spot and result in a first down. So BYU gets out of it without the punt being recorded. As on the fourth and four, a running into the kicker and a five-yard penalty will move the sticks for BYU. So two penalties on Baylor. 
and BYU will get a first down out of it. And Ryan Rico did get run into. That's a legit call. So, Greg, hidden yards, right? It's third and seven. They throw a wide receiver screen that only goes for three. And you're like, oh, man, that was a bust. First three and out of the game. But those three yards, now you get a running into the kicker. They maintain possession. Automatic first down on those three yards. Keeping everything positive. We talked about this in the pregame, how many negative plays they had last year. Keeping everything positive, even if it doesn't result in third down conversions, is vital to success. So new life on the drive for BYU. They go pistol with Hall and Brooks. A play fake and a short boot. Wanted to go deep. It's not there. Now he scrambled out to the right, and Jaron Hall will throw past the line of scrimmage. And so no intentional grounding. He was outside the pocket, but made sure to get the ball past the line of scrimmage. There's no intentional grounding on the play. The ball got well past the line, so it'll go to second down and 10 as he was yanked down. Rolling on the field as the runner was down prior to releasing the pass. Ooh. Second down. So they'll say the knee was down and bring it back to the 11-yard line. BYU was already setting up for second down, and they're going to bring it back all the way to the 11 and say he threw with a knee on the ground. And so it's a significant loss on the play, second and long for BYU. The replay, yeah, convert, confirms it. His so left knee, knee down. Is, on the down, or is on the ground with the ball still in So hand. second and 20 for BYU. From the 11-yard line near Hash. And that'll be a handoff middle to Chris Brooks. And now the pile coagulates at the 16-17 yard line. And it'll be a gain of six. So third down and 14. We'll delve into the mind of Aaron Roderick here as we see the play call on third and long from the BYU 17-yard line. BYU's left hash snap goes to Hill. Hill on a backpedal. Pressure. Stops. Fires. Right flat completion, but short of the line to gain. As on the completion, Chris Brooks gets it out to the 27 is all. Four yards shy of the first down marker. So on, fourth down and four. BYU will punt it away again. So the chess match going on here between Ron Roberts and Aaron Roderick. Aaron Roderick tempos to try and keep Baylor's uh, personnel, defensive personnel on the field in the third and long situation but Ron Roberts had in response to their hurry up offense a blitz package. You almost one of the reasons why you tempo a play from one play to the next is to catch the, to force the defense into a base package instead they bring a blitz off that forced Jaron to the right. Snap to Rico high and short Gavin Holmes calls for a fair catch at the 35. Timeout on the field. BYU 3, Baylor no score. It'll be the Baylor Bears first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Ball between the hash marks right after this. It's BYU football with 4.54 to play in the opening quarter. BYU 3, Baylor 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And speaking of the Built Bar broadcast booth, Built Bar has introduced a new Cougar Tail Puff inspired by our very own 16-inch maple bar served right here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And the best part about the Built Cougar Tail Puff is that you support the BYU football program when you buy one. 4.54 to go in the first quarter. BYU 3 and Baylor 0. Last year in Waco, the first score of the game was a Baylor field goal. And the team that opened the scoring with a field goal went on to win the game. The Cougs would take that trend should it hold here tonight. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, Mitchell Jurgens down on the field and in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with the home team field. Zions Bank is for you. Joining us in our Build Bar broadcast booth, having called the BYU women's soccer match earlier tonight, is Jason Shepard. We'll hear from Jason shortly. And yes, women's soccer 
falling to UVU. UVU with its first ever win on the pitch against BYU after seven straight losses. They defeat the Cougs 4-2 tonight. It was a 38-yard Ryan Rico punt. No return on a fair catch, setting up first and 10 for the Bears at their own 35-yard line. The Bears will go pistol formation. Tay McWilliams is the lone setback behind the starting quarterback, Blake Shapin. He's got wides to either side and double tight right. The boundary side, field side, is left. BYU shows five at the line. Defensively, they'll bring just the four. Shapin in a clean pocket, throws on the crosser, complete to Ben Sims, the tight end. And that's a short gain. Well, he got a favorable spot. Three-yard gain out to the 38-yard line. He was driven back to near the 35, but they say he advanced to the 38 on the catch. Max Tooley on the tackle for BYU. Ben Sims, nine career tight end, uh, nine career touchdowns to lead Baylor tight ends in that category. Under center goes Shapin. Squirrel Williams, given name Craig. They call him Squirrel. And he's seven yards back in the backfield. The turn and handoff to Squirrel. And Squirrel goes off tackle right to the 42, a gain of four on second and seven. He's tackled after a four-yard gain, pushed back, third down and three. Big early third down for BYU defensively. As the Bears tonight are one for two on third downs. BYU 0 for three on third in the early going. Last week at USF, the Bulls were 0 for one on third and three. Looks Baylor, like BYU's. Baylor tonight's had a third and one and a third and 13. Shotgun for Shapin. McWilliams to his left hip. The hand clap, the snap, the give McWilliams and strong run of five on third down and three. And he was going quickly. He took that ball and he was already shot past the line of scrimmage. The last two plays you've seen the Baylor offensive line reestablish the line of scrimmage on BYU's side of the football. That's a little bit troubling on that on the second down run. There was no hole, but just from the push from the offensive front from Baylor, they were able to get a four-yard run. Uh, on the third down play, there was a little bit of a hole in the right B-gap. He was able to find enough to convert the third down. Baylor now two for three on third downs. BYU looking for its first third down conversion of the game. Under center and a play fake and a boot and a screen being set up. It's complete to McWilliams. Williams. He gets midfield, runs through two tackles, a first down and more down to the 36-yard line of BYU and a flag on the play. What do you see, Riley? I think it's going to be a hold. A Baylor hold? Uh, against number 27 for us. Oh, BYU. He didn't make the tackle. Tavika Ganya. Yeah, Tavika was held, it looked like to me. We'll see. Illegal block in the back, number 63, offense. Ten-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Replay, first down. Cougs will take that. Grant Miller, the right guard, is called for the foul. And it'll back it up to the Baylor 44-yard line. That was after Baylor had moved the sticks. So Kavika, they'll bring it back. Sorry, Greg, I was just going to say, Kavika was the only guy out there. The defensive line was going after shape, and he was the only guy out there. And he took on two defenders, and he actually was able to squirrel his way through them. I thought he got flung by his jersey, but got pushed in the back as he went uh, stumbling forward. Quaylen Jones is the pistol back. The hand clap from Shapin. Pressure from his right. He throws middle, and it's complete to the 48-yard line of BYU. A gain of eight on First down and 13 after the markoff. So second down and five coming up for the Bears. And the ball is in BYU territory. BYU three, Baylor no score. 2.22 to play in quarter number one here at a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. A sea of royal blue in the stands here in Provo. Sight to see. Under center is shaping. Tay McWilliams, the lone setback. 
Second down five at the BYU 48-yard line. Ball near hash as the Bears go right to left as we see it and you hear it. The BYU defender is urging the crowd to get loud and they respond. The play clock down to two and down to one and timeout Baylor. Timeout Baylor, the first of the half. TV timeout. We'll take it with 1.54 to play in the opening quarter. It'll be second down and five Bears at the BYU 48. It's Cougars three and Baylor zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to LaVelle Edwards Stadium here in Provo, Utah. BYU and Baylor with under two minutes remaining in the opening quarter. Cougars scored on their first possession of the game. A 29-27 yard Jake Oldroyd field goal. So Jake on the year is a three for three on his field goal tries. And uh, 25 of his last 29 field goals. Cougs three, Baylor no score. It'll be second down and five Bears at the BYU 48-yard line as we come back in. Jaron Hall early, 6 for 9, 68 yards. Keanu Hill leading in receptions, or leading in receiving yardage, 1 for 21. The Cougs already have six players, one catch apiece. And BYU's leading rusher is Chris Brooks, four carries, 11 yards, along of six. BYU football brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Baylor defeating BYU and Waco last year, 38-24. And this one is sitting with three points on the board. 3-0 Cougs late in quarter number one. So the uh, Baylor has been making a lot of checks at the line of scrimmage. And you noticed, you mentioned before we went to break, BYU defensive players were urging the crowd. Hopefully the crowd can sense that on their own. And when Baylor goes to make checks and audibles at the line of scrimmage, can increase the volume and make life really hard on them. Mitch mentioned it in the pregame with Arizona State and their five false starts last season. See if we can get that similar level of disruption as the crowd increases their intensity right now. Blake Shapin's under center. Tay McWilliams is the Baylor running back. The stretch handoff to McWilliams goes to the B-gap right. And he's tackled by Pepe Tanuvasa at the 45-yard line of BYU. They needed to get to the 43, setting up a third down and two. Baylor's been good in the third and shorts. Of course, uh, all the staff that knows Coach Grimes affectionately say he's never found a run he doesn't like. So in this territory, expect uh, some kind of run play. Third down, two. First third and two tonight for Baylor. And the first third and two that BYU's defended this season. The ball's at the 45, far hash. We'll see if Jeff Grimes thinks this is four down territory. Got to get to the 43 of BYU. Dylan Doyle is the fullback. They'll play fake it. Deep drop for Shapin. Chased and goes down back at midfield. Lorenzo Fawatea tracked down Shapin from behind. And the sack of Shapin will bring the ball to the 50-yard line and from third and two to fourth and seven, and Baylor will punt it away. Again, the luxury of BYU being able to cover and lock down guys in man coverage is so vital to the success, I think, of this year. They brought a blitz and had to man up, and it was uh, they were in a jumbo set, so two tight ends and a fullback, but BYU's defenders were able to sort out, have tight man coverage to where Shapin held onto the ball too long, allowing enough time for Falatea to get in there and drop him for a loss. 
Isaac Power to punt it away. Clean punt. End over ender to Talmadge Gunther. And he calls a fair catch at the 11. So BYU holds on third down and two. The sack of Shapin. And on the fourth and seven, a punt that Talmadge, Hunter, uh, Talmadge Gunther handles and sets BYU up at the 12-yard line. First down and 10, Cougars. Greg, I think BYU sees something in Coach Lamb. They're, they're kind of testing the waters on a punt block. They haven't gone all out on it, but I think they might see something there. They've, they've been pretty close without, uh, without the full-on block. Whereas last week they gave up the kick return and special teams was a little bit of a liability. See if this week they can come up with a game-changing play. Lopini Katoa in a running back off the left hip of Jaron Hall. He's got double tight to the right, trips to the right. The run is to the right. Lopini turns the corner, but only for a couple of yards out to the 14-yard line. Last week, Jaron Hall's first six completions were to six different players. Tonight, his first six completions are to six different players. And that's the end of the first quarter. We are through 15 minutes of play, and BYU pitching a shutout. BYU three, and Baylor no score. It's our end of the first quarter break with the Cougars on top, and the Cougs have scored in all five quarters this season as we take a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.